Welcome to the Green Zone Podcast, the show that teaches oil and gas executives how to take command of their finances and live in the green. Your host, Jeff Green, from Green Financial Group, will be your financial guide, all while giving you a tour of the most beloved and best-kept secret spots around Houston, Texas. Now, on to the show. With this episode of the Green Zone, Jeff Green and Lauren Smith are starting a series to introduce you to the team at Green Financial. All right, who gets to go first, folks? Not me. <laughs> not me. <laughs> Lauren, is it going to be Lauren? It's not going to be me today. How about we do Claire Holmes? This is going to be a good one. Claire Bear. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> What's going on, Claire? Oh, I'm just nervous for being interviewed on a podcast. This is very official. <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, there's really nothing official about this podcast. Okay, I know. you say so. Great. <laughs> So, you know, we want to take a minute. I say a minute. It's going to take five months or yeah, five really, or six months, yeah. right? So each month we're going to do uh, a team member, a little team member spotlight, kind of, you know, get to know the team a little bit. And we're starting with Claire Holmes on the hot seat. So yes. tell us all about yourself. Oh, gosh. Uh, where to begin? Well, when I was a little girl. <laughs> okay, never mind. So actually, I was, I was joking, but. You know, Claire finds her way at Green Financial Group, actually through you, Lauren. She does. Yeah. So Claire is one of my closest friends that I met at the University of Georgia about how many years ago now? Uh, we're and not going to say. Well, we just call it over a decade. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> and Claire's from Houston. I was from Beaumont. We kind of connected in college and then have stayed great friends ever since. And we had a need at Green Financial Group. And I said, you know what? You know who'd be perfect for this? Claire. I just had to figure out a way to make it work out, and it it worked. It's worked out yeah. absolutely phenomenally. I, I I will tell you, and everyone that's listening, I am so impressed with Claire Holmes. This girl, she you are unbelievable at what well, you do. And you know what? Why don't you tell us all? Why don't you tell the listeners there a little bit about what you do here? Because I think yes. what's so cool about Claire is she doesn't just do one thing. She does. Every, so yeah. many different things. And it's all kind of behind the scenes, but it makes everything look great. Yes. Right? I mean, she's amazing. So Claire, tell us what you do. Well, if that's what you think of me, then I'm doing my job right because <laughs> I am a marketing and strategy consultant here for Green Financial Group, and I have a couple of other clients as well. So I work in, in that field, and that's my passion. And here with Green Financial Group, I really focus, or what we've been talking about, is how to just promote promote Green Financial Group services more authentically. You know, not the cheesy sales stuff, not the cheesy marketing, kind of the standard stuff, but really helping to tell the story that's so wonderful about Green Financial Group, about the people that work here and how we can help people. And so that involves helping with the website, social media, and even doing some of the more internal strategy work about how to scale the business because it's so it's growing so quickly. And so we have to figure out how to scale that, how to build out the team's capacity, and even doing some of the nerdy stuff like working on processes and different things behind the scenes. So yes, I guess you're right. I do touch a lot of things. Yeah, you, you do. do. And I, and I, <laughs> we are growing extraordinarily fast here and bandwidth becomes an issue. And to help help us with our bandwidth, Claire, first of all, she keeps us on track for everything. We have weekly meetings. And Claire really, if you ask me, Claire runs the meeting. I mean, I, mean, she I, does. I don't run that she meeting. She does. <laughs> Claire runs the meeting and she and and she keeps us on track with getting things done that we need to get done. And so and you know, 
one of the things is those processes that she was talking about. So that's, that's a big internal thing with us is making sure we have our processes down. So each and every client is fully taken care of the way they need to be taken care of. It's an individualized process, but we have to have a process for everybody that, that's here. I mean, mm-hmm. part of what I love about Claire in a professional in the office is just that she it's productivity, time management, accountability, processes, everything, all the behind the scenes stuff that makes someone that elevates someone to the next level. Claire has such a good grasp on that and is able to show us, okay, hey, you want to time block your day this way to be able to make sure that all the things that want to get done, get done. And she does weekly recap meetings where she leaves out, Jeff, here's what you're doing next week. Here, it's just the accountability, the time management. It just if it's I have amazing. one, if I have one fault for Claire, oh, it's gosh. This. her emails are too long. <laughs> I love it. But see, but Jeff and I, Jeff and I are different. Jeff's big picture. I'm more detail oriented. So every week, so you Claire, love I her love, 10 I page wait, emails. I wait for that weekly meeting. I never like, want is- anything to fall off track. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is what we accomplished this week. This is what we're accomplishing next week. And I get so excited about it. So Claire, so Claire knows that I really, don't, I, I can't stand the emails. And, um, I, you know, I would tell her to have a special folder for Claire, Claire's long emails. So when she sends me one, she like highlights in big yellow, Jeff do this and so yes. I can see that. That's and actually so- a great team management trick. If you really need something from someone, you have to learn to work the way they work. And I understand that Jeff is kind of just scanning that email. So if I need something from him, it has to be highlighted in bright yellow or in a <laughs> different letters. color. And that way he doesn't have to waste his time reading all the minutia. But yes, definitely. I've learned that about Jeff as well. <laughs> oh, you're the best. So uh, Lauren mentions time management. I know Claire's big on time management, right? Right, right, Claire? Yes. I just in my previous roles, I've always been a project manager in any role I've had, whether that's been working as a marketing manager for a law firm or when I was a strategy consultant before this for a boutique consulting firm. And time management is self-management and it's the key to success. And so I've read a lot of books about it and have just tried different things in my own life and then, you know, try to convert people like you guys along the way. (laughs) But so, like, I mean, tell someone when you look at Claire's calendar, like her, you pull up her Outlook calendar, there are so many colors and boxes and coordination. I mean, you have, you have your day planned out even down to the, you drop kids off at school at this time. And there's a, an item on the calendar for drive time between school and the next stop. Right. Well, of course, because I can't schedule something during my travel time. So it has, if it's not on the calendar, it is not happening. Well, and, you know, we were a little late into this podcast with Claire. I was, I was kind of worried. Yeah. I shifted it for 15 minutes. Don't you worry. It's on my calendar. <laughs> You've allowed for it. <laughs> I allowed for so, it. So Claire, give us like your top one or two time management, your best time management techniques that you have. Oh my gosh. Okay. For me, I think the number one time management thing that you need to learn is how to prioritize. And that sounds very obvious, but you have to learn how to prioritize your time in like a really cutthroat way. And most people say that you can really only have probably three priorities a day. That doesn't sound like very much in our busy lives, right? Like it's a priority for me to eat lunch, but it's also a priority for me to get this project done by the end of the day and everything in between. But actually writing down by hand what your three priorities are each day 
is probably the most powerful thing you can do for yourself every morning. And I actually love a, there's a productivity tool by Intelligent Change called the Productivity Planner. And it's just this small, really good looking planner. It's just bound in black with gold lettering. I love it. And it has a guideline for how to do that every day and a space for every day for you to write down your top three priorities. And you can have three more secondary priorities below that, but you have to work through them in that order. So if you ever get distracted, like you're on your phone or you get a phone call or you do stop to eat lunch or a snack and you lose where you are, you have to go back to your list, start at number one and work your way down until you get through them. So So, prioritizing. That's great. Yeah. Do you, so do you write that out the night before or the morning of? I tend to do it the morning of, but true productivity gurus will tell you to do it the night before, or even to do it like the Friday before your upcoming week to go through what you think your priorities are going to be for the following week each day and, and write them out. So you have a plan to work towards, but I think realistically each morning while you're drinking your coffee, you know, looking at your calendar, looking at your email, looking at your to-do list. I think that's fair enough. <laughs> I love that because right now my to-do list is about 30, 30 points deep. And sometimes I look at it and I don't even know where to start. You know, I don't, I haven't taken the time to say, you know what, this one thing is actually a priority that to me, they're all priorities. You know, I'm not right. going to put it on my to-do list unless it needs to get done. But some of it, like, let's be honest, can be done next week. Some of it can be done when I get around. Some of it's, you know, personal stuff, go renew my driver's license. It doesn't expire for a couple months. You know, it's yes. it's things like that. And but it's on my to-do list. And it it does stress me out from time to time as that list just gets longer. Okay. So I but- like the idea of picking out what are the three things I must accomplish today to feel like I've gotten my day. Yes. You know, really two, done. two caveats there, Lauren. They're not all priorities that are on your list. They may be important to you, but they're not all priorities. Mm, priorities means that things have to come first. So 30 things cannot come first. True. And that's why you have to write them down in priority order, the order you'll work through them. And I'm just a convert of the productivity planner. So anything I'm saying, you can find in this productivity planner by intelligent change. But I highly encourage everyone to get that and and just give it a try. It's really changed my life, honestly. So Claire, in Lauren's example, seriously, if you focused on three things a day, you'd have your entire list knocked out in what, 10 days, right? Yeah. You got 30 on that list? Yeah. So mm-hmm. if, you- if I, honestly, if I like knocked out three things, I'd probably save so much time trying to figure out what to do that I'd have time to do probably five of those in a day. Right. So I tend to do my prioritizing the before I leave the office, it's kind of like the last thing I do. I look at my next, I look at the, my day That's tomorrow great. and you know, okay, this is what I got to get done. And I need to know what I need to prepare for uh, those kinds of things. So my, my, I'll wrap mine up at the end of the day and then see what I got going on the next day. But one of the things that I also love about Claire, she's very entrepreneurial. She is. And I love, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> I love entrepreneurs. You're not, we're all, I mean, they're, they're really the backbone of the country. It's what creates the most jobs are the entrepreneurs in our country. So Claire, ever the entrepreneur, it has a couple other businesses going out there. Tell, give us a little uh, go a quick breakdown on what you got going on. There. Well, before you do that, tell the, I'll, you told us the story the other day of where you started in the different jobs you had that kind of got you. Oh, to, yeah. Because that's oh, just, wow. I think that's a great story for anybody that's just trying to figure out, am I doing what I want to do? I don't like this. How can I pave my own way? Is it possible? That was like, a good start, story, Claire. Yeah, start into that and then let us know, other than okay. everything amazing you do for us, what all is on your plate on a daily basis. 
Okay, got it. Well, like Lauren said, I went to the University of Georgia and I majored in advertising. And I was so excited because that's exactly what I, what I wanted to do. It was creative, but it was strategic. And I just thought, this is my life now. And I did all the informational interviews. I did. I went interned places. I knew I wanted to work at an advertising agency. So my first job out of college, I hated it so much at an advertising agency that I quit within six weeks with no backup job. Like I just left, you know, the biggest, rudest thing you can do in the professional world. But I I was done. I just knew it wasn't for me. And so I kind of had to figure it out after that. And, you know, since then I have used my marketing skills a lot to have marketing manager jobs, but I've also dabbled in interior design and a couple of other things to the point where I think I did account recently. And I think I've had eight jobs over the past, I think it's been like 11 years. I mean, I think we really have had more jobs than anyone I know. (laughs) She's a job hopper. And they were all so different. They were all, well, you know, they had, to me, they had a common thread, which was like this intersection of creativity and strategy and business. But yes, like on paper, it was like, I worked for a baby nursery design store. Then I worked for a law firm. And then I worked for like a custom painting and plaster company. So it's been a winding road, but I, I say all that to say that Well, first of all, I think what you're talking about, Lauren, is my job hopping. I was made fun of quite a bit by my friends and family. You really were. They y'all literally were like for it now. Thank you. I appreciate that because you guys were all like, man, you should just coach people on how to quit their jobs. Do you have a template (laughs) for a resignation letter? (laughs) But, you know, all jokes aside, I knew those weren't the right fit for me. I'm more of an intuitive person and I just knew they weren't right. When I finally did find the right job, which I was recently, I was working as a, a marketing and strategy consultant for Mountaintop Consulting, which is a boutique consulting firm here in Houston, Texas. And I loved it. And I stayed for years and I helped build the company and I realized my passion was more for the entrepreneurship and building something and watching it grow than necessarily, you know, the work itself. And so now I've transitioned to owning, you know, to being an entrepreneur myself. And I own two different companies, one of which um, is called Double H Design Co., where I do my marketing consulting kind of under that umbrella. But I also help people basically transform their personal memories into special keepsakes. So I get to use my creativity to design photo books and slideshows like a rehearsal dinner or a wedding slideshow and a lot of other kind of fun custom things like that. And you do uh, such so, a great job with it. You've done some of those. For I our love friends. it so I mean, it's, Yeah, I've seen such some a great like job. yeah, little birthday wishes and things like that. I she mean, really got creative and did a great job in COVID during you know people couldn't all get together to gather for certain events, so she'd have people for a baby shower. Everybody film a little video wishing the mom to yes, be like those congratulations. Are really, really good. Then she, they would send it to Claire, and she would put it together with music and graphics. And I mean, that was it was awesome. So great. Yes. And I'm, was- I'm actually, I'm challenging Claire because I've got, you know, three boys, right? 21. I keep talking about them, my silly boys all the time, but they're 21, what, 18 and 16. So a lifetime of, you know, at least 16 to 21 years of pictures of these kids, right? So I'm giving Claire a photo dump and I've challenged her by Christmas. Can you put each boy's life together a little on a picture timeline and a picture book? And you know what she said? What'd you say, Claire? No problem. No no problem, Jeff. No problem. She said, when do you need it? And he said, by Christmas. She's like, oh yeah, sure. I can get that done. Absolutely. 
for you, Jeff, anything, but yes, oh, you're the best. Claire. Ser- seriously, the, 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 I think the need is out there because we all have so many pictures and videos that we're taking on our cell phones. And what do you do with those? Like, where do you save them? I have two boys who are three and one year old. And I think every picture I take of them is like the cutest ever. And so my phone is inundated with them, like licking a popsicle or like a blurry picture of them smiling. But what am I supposed to do with all of that? So I love getting creative with people. You know, a photo book is a great way to get pictures off of your phone and into, you know, something tangible. But I've also been working with a lot of people recently on putting together old school home movie video compilations, if that makes sense. Very cool. they'll send me 200 videos from 2019. Like those are all the family videos that they have on their phone and and don't want to lose. And I'll put them together for them into one longer video that could be like, you know, an hour and a half when all is said and done. And it goes chronologically. And we put little captions for the special things like so-and-so's birthday or Christmas. And then they have this home movie, just like we all kind of used to have. That's awesome. Yeah. That's been really fun. All of those get buried in your phone. And then, you know, you know, 15 minutes, uh, 15 seconds here and 30 seconds there and my year in a glance. And I'm never going to go back and remember, oh, what happened with that 15 second video three years ago? Yeah. Just give it to Claire. Yeah. Just give it to me and I'll figure uh, it out. Memorialize it. Right. That's that's really what you're doing. You're memorializing all all of your memories. Yes. And really my goal with all of my projects, which I don't say this much because I feel like it comes across kind of funny, but I just want to make people cry. (laughs) <laughs> like, I, if I know I've done a good job, every time you're, I, right, you're right, I, that does come across. I, I cry every time I get an email from you. Oh gosh, Jeff. Um, well, emails aside with my, with the design work I do, I want to make people cry. Like whether that's a rehearsal dinner video and it's just, people are overwhelmed with emotion because it's so wonderful to see it all come together or whether it's creating a photo book that's a family year in review or a baby's first year book, and they get to see all of their special pictures in one place, or those surprise videograms you guys were talking about, which came from COVID, where I do would do birthdays or uh, baby showers and having people just submit videos from all over, just giving well wishes or congratulations or birthday messages. I just love making people cry, I guess. I don't know. Well, that's really cool. I, I love that. And, and in a minute, we're going to tell everybody how to get in touch with you. But Wait, but hold on. We got to tap on one more. I know. That's okay. what I'm getting to. So Mama Collaborative, right? Yes. So tell so, us about Mama Collaborative. I think this one's awesome too. Okay. So again, I'm this multi-passionate person and just trying to make my way in life using my interests and the things that I'm good at and just finding fulfillment in my in my work. And so I have my marketing consulting I have the Double H Design Co. where I'm doing these photo books and the video production. And then there's this other part of me that's really all for women's empowerment and trying to help find solutions for working moms like myself. And so I founded Mama Collaborative this year, which whose goal is basically just to set working moms up for success. So whatever that means, it will manifest itself in some online courses and some resources and some downloads that will be for sale soon. Um, But for now, I'm just on social media and kind of building a community of women and like-minded moms and work, especially working moms who are trying to juggle having a career with having, you know, young kids, especially who just need us all the time. Like, yeah, it's a challenge. It's a, you know, I mean, you know, Jeff, like as a parent, it's 
it's, it's shocking, I guess, to me, it has been shocking how hard it can be. And so I think just giving women the resources to be able to do both and to be able to do both successfully, it's definitely, I would, I guess, a passion project of mine and something yeah. I'm really excited about. Well, if anyone handles it well, it's you, Claire. I know. I totally <laughs> well, agree. And I love, you You know, you pull in, I'm, I love your, the productivity and, you know, the time management, all of that that you bring to the workplace. And you're able to even tie all that into Mama Collaborative and how it can like actually help in the household. And so tell them about the, um, I love your grocery list. Idea. Oh my gosh. Well, this I is just think it's helpful. I think people could really benefit from it. I, I think everyone could benefit from it, but it's really about coming up with a creative solution to a life management problem. My husband would, you know, always be like, Hey, will you add this to the grocery list or where's the grocery list? And because we used to keep a hard copy of a list just floating around our house. And then when it came time to grocery shop, it was like, are you doing it? Or am I doing it? Or, you know, where's the list? Where's the list? <laughs> It really oh, bothered me. I forgot me. the list at the house. Yes, yes. And so we started using an app and it's actually, it used to be called Wonderlist and now it's called Microsoft To Do. And it's just a really simple digital list app. Where it's a glorified to-do list that you can have on your phone or you can log in on your computer and have it. <clears throat> Stop. So oh, I, I love that. But during, during, you know, Corona world, right? When they were making no more movies and all you had to, the only thing you could do is like stay at home and watch a movie. I would keep, you know, a running, I like, you know, it's real article there. Here's a movie. So I'd like, I ran out of movies to watch, right? Cause all, all I ever really watched were sports and movies. Right? That's really it. And there were no sports. So all I had to do was movies and they quit making movies. So I had nothing new to watch. So I'd go back and look at all the old movies out there that I hadn't seen in a long time or hadn't seen at all. So I kept a running tab on, movies to watch on that to do no, well, on, a li- on a list system <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you use it for such productive matters too. <laughs> you know what I whatever like that's a creative solution to like a real life problem i use it for a grocery list but i actually do jeff also use it with my husband for like a list of tv shows or movies or something we hear about that maybe we want to watch one day just i use it for anything i don't want to forget see lord it's claire approved but so, so the go. good part about it though is that you can add stuff to the list marshall can be at work and realize he just ran out of yogurt so he can <laughs> add that to the list too yes whoever goes to the grocery yogurt, store i will say yogurt list yogurt's not really what he's adding he's adding some frivolous stuff like popsicles <laughs> and i'm that like what beer. are these for the kids or for you <laughs> where's the beer right <laughs> I just don't know with everything that you do, you do it all so well. You give each of the businesses, each project you're putting your attention to, you give it a hundred percent. And I have yet to see anything fall through the cracks. So no, I don't know how you do it. We are I'm knocking ex- on wood. Well, um, we're look, we are extraordinarily lucky to have Claire as part of our team. She's, uh, you know, she's my favorite team member, just FYI. So, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We're interviewing my favorite team member. Yes, Claire Holmes. So, Claire, tell, tell, tell the listeners how they can, well, this will be on the website too, but tell, tell, tell everyone how they can find Mama Collaborative and Double H Design yes. Okay. So Double H Design Co. For all of your photo organizing and memory making and cry making needs. It's- you want to cry. Yeah, if you want to cry, go to doublehdesignco.com. Or similarly, you can find me on all the social media platforms with that same handle. So Instagram, Facebook, even LinkedIn, Double H Design Co. And we'll put this all in the show notes. Oh, okay, perfect. Um, the and then for Mama Collaborative, right now, um, I'm only really active on Instagram. It's mama.collaborative. 
And my website is under construction, being built to launch all of my online courses later this year. So look for mamacollaborative.com coming this fall. And so uh, one of, this again, a small part of what she does for us. But if you go on, if you go on social media, look at, you know, follow, check out Green Financial on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn or LinkedIn. I or mean, LinkedIn. what Claire does on there for us is unbelievable. Well, look, you guys have a lot to say. Green Financial Group is awesome. And y'all are so knowledgeable, but you know, you guys have jobs to do. You're actually working with clients. You're managing money. You're helping people plan for their futures and you don't have time to be, you know, messing with social media. And so I love being able to help bring that to life for you guys on in a different way. So you can focus on what you do and I'll focus on what I do. Claire Holmes, y'all. She's the best. I think this might've been our best podcast yet. My favorite. Ooh, I'll take it. Thanks, Claire. Thank you. And that is your introduction to Claire Holmes. In coming episodes, we'll get to know other members of the team at Green Financial. And remember, you can get all the Green Zone podcasts when you subscribe or follow. Thank you for listening to the Green Zone podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Green Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. Green Financial Group is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. Jeff Green is the founder of Green Financial Group and is a registered principal of RJFS. The Green Financial Group is located at 6363 Woodway Drive, Suite 625, Houston, Texas, 77057, and can be reached at 713-244-3030. Raymond James is not affiliated with and does not endorse the opinions or services of his guests.